Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you've listened to my podcast for any uh, number of times, you know I like to end with saying being love, kind, generous, and courageous. And so I want to continue to be an example of that by being generous to my listeners and also new listeners. And so in the next coming weeks, you will get a free audio version of my book, Created in Freedom, subtitled Poverty and Economics. And I'm doing this as I am currently working on my new book, Angst and Hope, a reflection on protest, politics, and pandemics. And so, wanted to be a blessing, wanted to be generous to my listeners. And so, I hope you would enjoy this audio version of Created in Freedom, Poverty, and Economics. And as always, if you want to support me and what I'm doing, you can always go to the website, philipfletcher.org. You can also get a digital version of this as well as get a hard copy. So remember to be love, kind, generous, and courageous, and now created in freedom. Invitation. Instead of trying to prove your opponent wrong, try to see in what sense he might be right. Robert Nozick. The discussion concerning poverty in America is consequential to millions of lives. The phenomenon does not isolate itself to a particular ethnic group, region of our country, or educational level. Poverty is an economic experience which can be the reality of any individual. Depending on one's audience, the conversation can move between the statistical economic situation of a particular group of persons to the emotional, psychological, and physical experience of poverty in the lives of Americans. In my experience, the majority of individuals do not want to remain in poverty. In fact, all of us are born poor. We come into this world lacking the human capital of skills, decision-making, and economic knowledge to immediately impact our situation. A move out of poverty is initially dependent on parental involvement some form of education, the goodwill of others, and the intense personal desire to improve one's situation over time. Poverty does not have to be a permanent reality for individuals. We should acknowledge there is also a countercultural commitment, especially among various religious adherents, to adopt a state of poverty, men and women preferring an emphasis on transcendent riches instead of material accumulation. It is a preference to identify with those individuals who are experiencing poverty. 
These wonderful individuals deserve our admiration as they exist as bright lights shining on humanity to view the possession of material goods in its proper perspective. These individuals we should aspire to emulate in terms of possessing a transcendent vision and sympathetic practices of love for others. We are human beings who have a common journey to arrive at a destination called happiness. The majority of human beings desire to improve their economic situations by acquiring and distributing materials of value to ultimately experience happiness. We earnestly hope these journeys toward unique and specific realities of happiness are without obstacles, inclines, and deep valleys. We should hope as well the gains of happiness by one individual will not come at the expense of other travelers on the same road. We are now traveling the road of the 21st century, debating the appropriate economic system which will create an environment for the greatest level of prosperity for participants in that system. We should critically investigate whether the current economic system in America still has the potency to lift as many individuals as possible. Is it possible another system, such as democratic socialism or some form of socialism, has the potency to effectively cultivate an environment producing prosperity and as a consequence improve the economic situations of individuals designated as poor? Maybe none of the above systems theorized in previous generations can effectively respond to this new age of technology, which includes the internet, self-service opportunities, and the growing development of artificial intelligence. At the same time, thousands of human interactions involving the exchange of items of value to achieve individual satisfaction has not changed. These are phenomena which are prevalent in societies and cultures of history. I've heard it asked, how did people move out of poverty? Our ancestors were brought out of the earth, given the breath of life, standing homeless and naked. In freedom, our ancestors created ways of life with the resources available, participated in human interactions to conduct exchanges of value, which produced income, amassed wealth, and ultimately happiness. Questioning the validity, effectiveness, and outcomes of economic systems needs to be the work of as many citizens as possible. There should be a variety of individuals with various skill sets, education, and backgrounds who will participate on a continual basis regarding this work as well as everyday people who have knowledge to contribute. Who are these individuals who should be at the table for discussion? First, the individuals directly impacted within the particular system should have a seat at the table. The statements and expressions which will be communicated by these impacted individuals can provide the immediate information necessary for the development of appropriate solutions. These individuals have significant contributions regarding personal experience, but they also possess a significant input in terms of propositions and recommendations. Their language may not be academic and they may not use the vernacular of skilled economists. What they do contribute is the firsthand knowledge of personal experience. Second, 
an invitation should be offered to opponents and proponents of the specific economic system under consideration. Admittedly, proponents of the existing system possess a special interest in the maintenance and perpetuation of the system. It is reasonable to believe proponents of a system will be passionate, assertive, and persuasive, outlining the logic and the benefits of the system. Equally, in a pluralist society such as our own, we should want opponents to express counter-arguments with accompanying facts. Thus, in our economic system, individuals in various economic situations, modern economists, and voices of the past should participate. There are voices from the past which need to be heard, such as Locke, Bastiat, Marx, and Rousseau. The modern voices of Soul, Williams, Rawls, Nozick, and Freedom must be allowed to speak equally. The table is still large enough to invite other voices. It is important to evaluate the moral and ethical character of the economic system. Jesus must have a voice as his ethic and mandate to love your neighbor should have an influence. Also other religious and non-religious voices which prioritize moral universal truths which affirm the dignity of human beings must speak with clarity, offer objections, uplift benefits, and offer recommendations to solidify the moral foundation of the system. Why should we entertain a pluralistic discussion regarding the economic system as it relates to human beings who live in poverty? An environment which presents a pluralist society actualizes the reality of a diverse membership of individuals who are united by a common thread. A pluralist society acknowledges the viability of a cohesive and diverse group which requires the participation of its individual members. The best society creates an environment in which individual member participation without compulsion demonstrates an environment which is fundamentally committed to honor and respect the freedom of its members. Our American society is indeed expansive enough to acknowledge and ask for the participation of its citizens. Since her very difficult inception, marked with a mixed bag of just and unjust behaviors, this country has within its foundations the materials to make real the promises of a union marked by liberty and prosperity. These materials necessitate the involvement of we the people, people who exist in a variety of economic situations, desiring the opportunity to make for themselves a life free of obstacles, inclines, and depressions. There are people within this great nation who simply want to be free, to determine for themselves the course of their lives and achieve a level of happiness absent limitations. So we should go out into the trailer parks, the towering projects in the inner cities, in the rural areas and say, come to the table. We should invite the men and women who understand living on limited means and who have entrepreneurial aspirations, come to the table. There is enough room for as many individuals as possible to come and share insights which can contribute to individual and societal prosperity. There's enough room at the table for all who are willing to participate and support the freedom of individuals to achieve personal goals and happiness. Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find us on Twitter at Philip Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website, philipfletcher.org.